Alright, welcome back once again, listeners. Uh, last time, our friends, our colleagues, our adventurers, did some things. Please, explain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Colleagues is too strong. <laughs> yeah, too strong of a word? I, I just... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> that guy looks pretty suspicious. <laughs> Well, I guess technically the first one was the guest, but that seems rude. So I guess I'll go over a thing. Well, we all share the guest one and then do each of our own. Okay. <laughs> we we meet a, a dryad friend. Her name's Freya. Her whole land is on fire when it should be ice. Yeah, it's supposed to be really cold normally, but it's all on fire and hot and gross and sticky and all those fun adjectives. And she went to the magical tavern with the truly sus barkeep. Mm. Ah. I don't know. There's quietness. Um. Just went to this, went to this barkeep and was like, Hey, my world's on fire. How about yours? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and the bar keeps like, sure. That's totally something I'm not concerned about. Just wait here. Have a drink. Goodbye. Um, not really, but you know, go re- go listen to the episode if you want to find out what it actually said. Then uh, we had many one-on-ones. Yeah. Yeah, some mini one-on-ones. Since Zug went first, I guess I'll be the first. Uh, flowing fields of wheats and amaranth, if you know the crops. Uh, basically, it's just a different name for grain. It's not the same crop, but very similar. Uh, it has a bunch of little outbuildings. Uh, one of the outbuildings is just a collapsed roof. Uh, you know, general signs of not being maintained, not being lived in. Uh, the big longhouse on the property was kind of calling to him, so he went into there. Um, and found a bunch of people who are supposed to be dead. And little 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 tidbit, little there, you know, found out more stuff about Zug and his, uh, we'll call it sordid past. Sounds a lot funnier than it actually should be, but. And then after all that fun jazz, he opens a door, comes back to the truly sus tavern, and that's the end of that solo adventure. Uh, Kelly got dropped off on the desert. Everything was terrible. And then she unlocked the legendary mount. So that was pretty fun. She also had no idea what to do about it, though. So it was just kind of like wildly clicking buttons in the video game until something happens, you know? But, uh, well, then she discovered a power that she had inside of her all along. You know, kind of like friendship, but like you know, power. Um,. And, uh, yeah, that was basically her adventure. And then she also walked through the door to the tavern that she's not super fond of, if you guys remember back several episodes ago. But, you know, it's fine. This day might as well get worse. Well, Yulby also had a bad day and fell into a rainforest, and it was awful. However, she met her old friend Dizzy there, who also turned out to be several other people throughout her lifetime. Uh, <laughs> being other friends and people that she's met on her journey. And 
who's also Classy Jack at that. So he tells her that she's basically a demigod. That's fun. I'm dealing with that internally. Just, I would be screaming into the microphone, just in the background, just imagine it. That's me on the inside. Uh, otherwise, she takes some bananas and cocoa plants and uh, goes into the tavern as well. Meets all her friends and we get this new mission. The new mission of you'll be making chocolate banana bread. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. That's always Yilby's mission. <laughs> Improving banana bread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what y'all did, y'all. After getting back to the tavern, you met with this newcomer, Freya. And you headed off towards, through the door, to her world. Or, not her world, her home. Because it's on Terra. What, there are and more worlds than just ours? No. Record scratch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Yobi will be mine. Well, oh, just so wait. <laughs> the, the moral of the story is... <clears throat> So far, Freya is the least sus person we've met in that tavern. And that's saying something. Basically. I'm glad to know Freya's not suspicious at all. Be suspicious. I love how, you know, the guy who never answers any questions was like, yeah, I'll answer your questions, but not this time. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, we basically ditched him. <laughs> that wasn't on him, that was on us. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Anyway, what are we seeing? Alright, so you open up. So, first and foremost, you're all going to feel how extremely hot it is. Remember that desert? Remember that rainforest? Multiply that temperature by three. It is hot. There are literally, as you look out into this forest, there are literally tops of trees that are on fire from the straight heat. It is very, very hot here. Are we talking like dry hot or wet hot? There's a difference. <laughs> like, are we talking Phoenix like, or Florida? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking we're talking Houston in the middle of August. No. <laughs> That's rough. It's hot. <laughs> you combine the desert with the rainforest, and then triple the temperature. But I'm out. Of, I can't cast my ice armor again <laughs> until tomorrow. <laughs> so this is time for swamp appendages. Nice, nice. Uh, I think Kelly is gonna be using like as we go along. I don't know what else we're seeing just yet, but she's gonna be using a, a mixture of. Shape water and/or prestidigitation to just like keep the humidity and like you know that sticky humidity gross feeling it's like, like just like cleaning yourself off every so often. This is a good time to not be wearing armor. Uh, uh, Yopi is gonna be like trying to like slip off the various cloth layers uh, off because she needs her armor on or she's toast. She's more than she could become toast. But she needs it if, if things happen. 
So some of those cloth layers, the, the extra needlessly decorative ones are leaving. She'll be down to the bare minimum, like tank top and pants combination. Is her hair um, still frizzy? That's what I want to know. All of their hair is frizzy. Everyone's hair is probably frizzy. <laughs> Yeah. This is like 95% humidity. Everybody's hair is frizzy. Uh, I don't <laughs> I mean, know. It was covered in snow, and then now all that snow has melted basically instantly. So uh, there's uh, a lot of water uh, in the air. I don't know. As somebody with uh, incredibly, th- like incredibly straight and smooth hair, I don't get that when I go out in humidity, so I don't think I would necessarily. Hmm? Um. <laughs> it just falls flat. Cowlywood. <laughs> Uh, I think seeing you'll be, like, stripping off the layers and, like, trying to stay cool in metal armor, um, Callie's gonna go over and, like, touch the, touch, touch the armor a little bit. I'm gonna be using digitation to cool it a little. She can't cool it oh. significantly, but just a little. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. I mean, you... Uh, are sort of our shield and protector. Um, it's only fair that I help you continue to do that job well, right? Would I be able to use frostbite on the armor? Oh god! Without er- without hurting her. <laughs> Let's rephrase that. Without hurting her. I tell you what. <laughs> Roll an attack at disadvantage. How about that? <laughs> 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 Let's see. Like continued dice hating is gonna happen. I I would advise um, I mean I don't I don't know what outcome you're you're hoping from this, but don't hurt her because we're like, sure we'll help you and you're like, cool, I'm gonna attack you. The, it's fine. I, I have a thing The hope is rules. that it just cools the armor, but not too much. Oh, like like a like a layer of frost. Yeah. Kind of goes over, right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Like a frosted glass. Exactly. Oh, uh, that's a thirteen. I'm assuming I'm 13. doing my spell attack. You got just low enough. <laughs> you got just low enough to where uh, instead of like casting it directly at them, because that would hurt, cast it kind of like up in the air and make snowfall all over the top of them, which cools them off. Oh, this is the best day ever. <laughs> oh, guess what else I found out? She grins. I could be a protector and a demigod. I'm sorry, what? I feel like there's a flex there. Like, boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she found out a new fun fact about herself. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, apparently... Um... Dizzy Jack says, My mother was Ira. Some fancy god lady. Hey, when, uh, hey, Zug. When, when, um, when she says that, that voice in your head, it starts screaming laughing. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think the little bit twitchy, uh, Zug will just kind of chuckle a little bit. Just, yeah, and I'm apparently the heir apparent to my old tribe. You'll be nods. 
Good job. Neither of which are lies. <laughs> She's appreciating it. I think as the all of you are hitting, you're having this conversation and doing these actions, there's you, you've stepped out from a door into a village, and there's there's these these dryads and half dryads and some humans and some elves mixed in. They're all female, and they're all kind of like staring at you, like what? Where the fuck did you come from? And. One of these, one of the older ones, walks over to Freya. It's one of the elders that saw you off. And she says, well, that was extremely fast. You literally just walked through the door. Like, ten seconds ago. Uh, I was told time flows differently there. But I brought people to help. The gatekeeper is very good. I can see that, and uh, some most of them are eyeing uh, Yulby and Zug, like very, very curiously, but like a flirty curiously. <laughs> um, Callie is still blinking at Yulby. She was not ready to process that information right now. <laughs> Yulby waves to the new people. They, like some of them like sheepishly waved back or they just saw you'll be pretty much strip in front of them <laughs> <laughs> she took off some fancy layers she still got her armor have you ever tried like wiggling out your clothes and stuff where you put like one arm in and the other one out but you don't want to take off the jacket on top mm-hmm. however you guys are men I don't know if you guys know that <laughs> I've totally done that <laughs> no absolutely I can't. I can't say I've really had to do that ever. So. Well, yeah, because you know you guys are allowed to be shirtless, shirtless whenever you want. Well, that's a strong. They kind of frown upon that in the office. Imagine, we're on tangents, but imagine for a moment a guy is trying to take off a shirt or something's too hot, and he accidentally shows his chest for a moment in the office. Right? No big deal. Imagine if a woman did that. Big deal. Depends on the guy. Depends on the guy. <laughs> Tesh is very upset at your uh, at your whole thing here. So he's reinforcing your sa- your statements. Uh, amazing. Anyway, just about knocked the headset off my head. We've come to help with the fire forest. Um. Nice. So I think I think Zug now, completely not used to this at all. Uh, I actually just want to do like a little performance, kind of you know flex a little bit because he's you know fairly buff dude, not used to the attention. Uh, and if you count the roll, that is a uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty performance. Yes. I mean, you get some claps. <laughs> <laughs> the real soft golf claps. He's like, I don't know how to deal with this. Let's. Fuck it, let's have fun. <laughs> uh, we might want to head inside before one of them makes a move. Yes, yes. Um, break this way to the council room. We'll follow. Yep. Still looking at Yelby. 
with a thinking face. And at the base of the largest tree in the city, or the, the village, there is the roots have like grown out and over and like interweaved and essentially have made this house into the tree, into the to the, the base of this tree. And it's very well done and it's very very ornate. And it doesn't have any windows on it because it's, it's a tree. So this old woman, this elder, opens the door and ushers you all inside. I have a question. Yes. Is this the biggest tree around? <laughs> the very biggest tree. <laughs> so was that a yes? For, for the question you were asking, it is not who you think it is. No, I know, but from Callie's perspective, is this the biggest tree around? Yes, yes this is the very biggest tree. Oh, there's so many, there's so many cows to get made at this moment in time. <laughs> Okay, she's gonna stop and look at the tree and look at Freya and look at the tree again. <laughs> Just is are we supposed to go in? Uh, yes. You said to avoid the biggest tree. Oh no, this isn't my mom's tree. It's safe. Perhaps next perhaps you should make your instructions more clear next time. She'll walk inside. <laughs> In this room, there are four other uh, women. There is two dryads, a half dryad, and an, a very, very large muscular elf woman. Bodybuilder muscular, like huge. woman that ushered you in. She follows him behind you. Human woman. She says, these are the ones to help us deal with Lady Kalermai's hot flashes. And she giggles and takes her place among the others. <laughs> That's a word for it. <laughs> Pause for technical difficulties as I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> okay, I'm good. You sure? You'll be Snickers. So I think I think Zug would be looking for somewhere to sit down because he is uh, used to northern mountain climbs where it's not hot <laughs> so he's, yeah there's there's chairs yeah, and cushions he's, he's not taking place. it super well either <laughs> right then um i suppose we'll need to know where to find her lady calamy her, her shrine is at the edge of the forest to the west. 
and then she thinks for a second this this little half dryad that's standing in there no not not west it's you said the others north 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 northwest yes there's a cave it's the only one over there it's got like these ruins around it it's a shrine um she should be in there she was uh lulled into a slumber using some local berries from the island that induce sleep we don't know how long that's gonna hold What did you, Freya, what did you learn from the gatekeeper other than bringing very, very um, eligible people to help us? Um, he says something about the world seed going missing. Uh, that's about it. He said that weird things are happening everywhere. But we can fix our thing. The world seed will listen. Oh. The oldest of the dryads. Old, weathered, uh, very—you can tell the the different layers, layers of pine and mahogany through her her skin. And ah, uh, that means the pact has been. Pact. How it broke. should have had more protection, I think. Well, to, to be fair, it was kind of in a area that I don't think most people even know exists, so... Well, yes, but once you knew it existed, there was very little in the way, just some questions to answer. Mm, fair. <laughs> yeah, I ate it. You what? <laughs> this dryad says you you ate the world sea. You ate a personified item that is pure chaos magic. You ate it. Yes. Well, somebody else was trying to take it. How? And they did not seem like good people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Yulby, give me a constitution save. How are you alive? Give a constitution save. Alive? Just burp. <laughs> I don't know. Fifteen. Fifteen. So as as you say, you don't know. You get this this feeling. This it's your gut kind of wrenches a little bit, and um, you start. You start to feel this tingling of this magic overflow, and essentially the ground at your feet and anything spreading out begins to bloom into flowers. I imagine when that starts to happen, she kind of like 
you know when you rest your hands on your knees and you're just like not close to doubling over but close to it and you're just like that <laughs> that's her action <laughs> look bleh, flowers <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I feel all gross and tingly. I see. Um That you, usually describes when you drink. Do you need to rest a while, uh, while we go see about this guardian? No, I'm peachy. Oh good. You both are After squishy. After a few seconds it starts to starts to fade and the tingling feeling still there, but the the stomach, the stomach cramp and uh, urge and to 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 just vomit everywhere go, slowly goes away. Yeah, you'll see her get back up. Okay. And that's the the women in the group. Like that's that's unstable. As they look at the flowers. Um, right. As I was saying, packed, broken. Um, yes. Uh, the god Leviathan, the one who created Terra, he made a pact. Or, should I say, the gatekeeper made a pact with him to use these creatures, these these elemental beings, to stabilize a world that was dying. That makes sense. Um, the sum of that pact was the world seed. Though it's gone, it still exists, just inside of Yulby. Ah, but it's no longer on its pedestal. Nor is it connected to the world itself currently, other than through your friend Yulby here. Which is a very, very small connection. Which is probably why Calamai's power is currently fire. Go figure. Kelly's gonna have that look like... Like when you don't want to speak because you know what you said, what you're about to say would be too rude. Just like biting her tongue kind of look. Just gonna patiently wait for everyone else to be ready to leave. If the pact is no longer there, um, a new pact must be formed. And we don't get to choose who forms the pact. It's typically the lady who would do that. It is completely her decision. Though I would recommend taking the current shrine maiden with you, 
and points at Freya. Uh, she knows the way, and the lady trusts her. Sounds like a good plan. We could go talk to the lady. Zuck says he's not good at talking to ladies, so well, at least the three of us got it. That's not exactly what I meant, but sure. The the big one in the corner says, oh, he looks like he might be good at talking to ladies. <laughs> Kelly will just look confused at this point. You'll be also blinks. So I think uh, I think Zug, at hearing that from the elven woman, was going to respond in elvish that uh, normally I'd like a dinner before that, but maybe not this time. We need we have more pressing concerns. She grins. And back in Elvis, she says, I'll take you up on that offer. Don't tip me. <laughs> Yulby's gonna... Not Yulby. I keep saying Yulby's name today. I don't know why. Kelly's gonna speak in Elvish as well. I think it's because I have Yulby on the brain. Kelly's real concerned about that demigod stuff. Anyway. Um, she's gonna speak in Elvish between the two of them. And just... This isn't time for flirting and... Appointments. You need. To, we need to go. That, that's what I said. We have more. Just like grab Zug's, Zug by the wrist and just start walking toward the door. <laughs> You'll be rubs her chin and thought, like, hmm, does one plus one equal two? <laughs> Again. This now has topped the most Yobi thing ever. (laughs) (sighs) Alright, I hope the others are following. I don't know. Callie's done waiting. She's just going out the door at this point. She needed a distraction to prevent her from thinking too hard about everything that just happened. (laughs) And we're just standing around, so it's it's less distraction time. Come on. (laughs) I'm waiting for Freya. As soon as she starts moving. Freya just snickers and then follows after them. Well, it sounds like Zug was struck out by his ear by like an angry mom, so. Um... <laughs> Part of me was thinking jealous girlfriend. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this is why I'm like one plus one equal two? Question mark? <laughs> Zug has no idea what's going on. Oh, Freya knows. <laughs> She does all too well. Just gonna release him when they're outside and then look to the because she's the one who knows the way. She's not too far behind you guys. Yep. Short trek through the woods and following Freya's footsteps, making sure to avoid burning trees and steaming ponds. Actually, they're more boiling than steaming. Um, Just overall, trying not to die as you walk through the forest of fire. Um, 
just being entirely and miserable. It's fine. You make it to this cave. Now, what'll really throw you off when you get to this cave is the whole exterior of the cave. It's it's almost like a mound. This is a single boulder that's been ho hollowed out almost. Mm -hmm. The whole outside of it is still completely covered in snow. <laughs> that's fun. I I had a thought. Hey, you'll be. What? I wonder if you could bake bread in this heat. She'll ponder it. Maybe an outside oven thing. I heard you can make bricks and build a whole thing. I don't know how well the snow will do. Look, it's right there. Right now in my brain text, I'm imagining snow and fire like right next to each other and it's slightly slightly breaking my mind <laughs> is, this, is this a situation where right at the stone it's actually comfortable and maybe even a little bit cold but then anywhere around the stone it's ungodly hot yes it's like walking it's like being in Texas and then walking into an air conditioned uh, store <laughs> Freya will know that this snow is um, enchanted snow that never melts. Uh, I'm gonna guess that is our destination. Yes, it is. Calamine should be inside. So I guess we need to... Kelly's just going to start walking inside. Yep. She like waited a moment to see, because they were like, hey, this, this person's going to lead the way. And she's like, all right. We're here. Okay, I guess I'm going in. <laughs> uh, before, oh, I... <laughs> before Zog walks into the cave, can he do a quick investigation to see if anything looks out of place outside of the cave? Like any can Sure. That doesn't matter. Give me that roll. While he's looking at things, I think Yulby's gonna try and take like a scoop of snow. I like this I like this little pink dice. Um That's a what's my mod? That's a twenty nine natural twenty. Natural yes, twenty. Twenty nine total. Very nice. <laughs> so other than the fact that there's snow and a forest of fire uh, there is a basket with an entirely full basket of these bluish pink berries. Ah, uh, so, uh, just question, what are the berries? Those are the, uh, frost berries. So are they just trying to connect dots? Is anything weird going on with them? They're what they used to put her to sleep so we could go see her right now. Well, yes, but it seems odd to have a big pile right there with nothing else. Maybe she's a big lady. She 
which is quite big. Uh. I also think Silver's picking up what Tex gave me wrong, and, or we didn't connect it correctly in the first place. I will, I will give you this. Freya, you know that basket should be empty if they gave Kalermai the frost sleep berry. Uh, I'm not sure why it's full. It should be empty right now. The elder such they gave her them, so... That doesn't seem great all things considered no as somebody's already inside the cave <laughs> Freya's gonna run up to the cave entrance do your like little bow thing and then go inside so she can <laughs> try to somewhat Keep Callie from follow. being hurt. <laughs> Callie's already in there. She's not scared. It's fine. Yobi was kind of hanging. Callie might still be peeved. <laughs> she hung out near the entrance and stole some snow to snack on. <laughs> yeah, you pick it up easy. It's just like sitting on top of the rock. Man. I'm gonna take a bite. <laughs> it's cold. Snow. Yobi over That's here fine. eating all the magical things. <laughs> One of these days, it's gonna go poorly. I wanted to eat some snow. It's, it's the first time I've seen snow as Yopi. <laughs> You're lucky she didn't look at the berries and go, hmm, I should try that. Oh boy. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> that would have been bad. I don't know. If they'd been pointed out and she heard that whole conversation with Zug and Freya, then she'd pick up the basket and be like, okay, cool. To Grandma's house I go. <laughs> okay, what are what are we seeing inside this cave right. since we went on ahead? Everyone is inside. Uh, the both of you give me perception checks. Beautiful. Okay, let's see how the ducky dice make me. Wow. Okay. Um, Callie apparently decided to march in with her eyes closed. A four? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it was, was a four, four plus two, so that's a six. <laughs> her first, first roll was a nat one, so she got the four with advantage. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So... Now, Callie doesn't notice parts of this. Like You'll see when you walk into the cave, it's fairly lit up, because you'll understand. And there's this, this soft, warm glow of light coming from this very large, the size of a bus, a city bus, Fox, who is sitting very prim, very proper, with her tail wrapped around her feet, waiting as you walk in. And Freya, you will notice that she, uh, her her mane, that, that, that brim of white fur that would be around her neck, 
is entirely made of fire at this point. Not normal. That is why. Do the others join me? <laughs> that is why we're here, isn't it? Because something's not normal. What is uh, it that? That's. It's different. Worse than it was before. Uh, usually she's white and very fluffy. She's now red and. Is on fire. Uh, fire is new. Right. Well, the last time I made a pact with one of these creatures, which was only an hour ago, maybe, um, I had to get its attention and then t touch its nose. So I don't know if it's the same thing here, but it's worth trying. Give it a shot. He's just gonna waltz on in ahead of Zug. Yeah, I think Zug would follow after. Roll me a perception check, both of y'all. Nineteen. Seventeen. You both see what Freya saw. The fox in the main of fire. So Oh, it's a Firefox. Yeah, I was about to say that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Are we, uh, we going to meet Clem next? <laughs> uh, as long as we're not on edge. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and explorers, we find him dead in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find them on a safari? Do you have to go on a safari? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hold for technical difficulties, our DM has died. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I can breathe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you'll be just gonna like look to the other two, look to the I guess fox lady. Just kinda wave. Hi lady. And all four of you will hear in your heads. This this fox turns and looks at each of you in turn. Prove your worth. This very soft and gentle voice comes into your head. And she just sits there. Uh, is as if waiting for something. I think so. I was gonna look at everybody here. Does anybody have a guide for what kind of worth we need to prove? Um, I I don't mean to overstep my bounds, but haven't I been proving my worth to you my whole life? Serving you? I think. I think the four of you will hear a, a, a soft giggle. This is no. This is. This one is different. Uh, that. 
though I do appreciate, is not the same as showing me you are worthy of a pact. What sort of feats do you desire for a pact? Are these words of wisdom, feats of strength? That is for each of you to determine your own course of action. And I will deem whether the action was worthy or not. Kelly's over here just internally grumbling about, like, why are gods always like this? Gods and other creatures like that, they're just like, oh yeah, you gotta prove everything to me. I'm like, you're the the powerful thing. (laughs) (laughs) Grumbles. It's fine. Seems familiar. I think Gilby's gonna kinda go on over to the lady. Is there a room for two on this rock thing, Tex? Yeah. It's gonna be very hot as you get close to her, but it like it's like a it's not it's not the same hot as from outside. Mm-hmm. It's it's still hot, but it's more of that like I can I, I feel like I'm wrapped in a cozy blanket hot. Mm. That kind of warm. That's not too bad. I have a weird ice armor. Yeah, I don't know how long that lasts. It's probably melted by now. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, she, she's fine. Uh, she'll she'll kind of be like a few feet in front of the lady. Uh, kind of motion to the spot next to her. Like, may I sit there while we all ponder this question? The fox nods its head. Okay, she'll sit there. Does showing that I've proven my worth to another of your kind count? If that is your action, show me. She'll show her arm with the toad tattoo on it. So you already have a pact. Yes, I just established it maybe an hour ago. Ah, with my friend Frynos, that is... That is very, very nice. He is a very hard-headed person. But that means you cannot form a pact with me, as you already have a pact with another. It seems oddly cool. So all I can think of this is silver is my brain is like fox that do something sly and I'm like <laughs> I don't know if I have anything I could do that's sly. <laughs> Depends on what you can do. I don't know. <laughs> I got it. I got it. What does. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, is gonna approach, bow, and I feel like there's a dance she was taught as a little girl. 
that she's gonna do. But she's gonna put like a spin to it and incorporate like all of her winter spells that she's learned from like the elders or from um, Claire Me herself. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think as you do this, this these different frost and snow spells, they begin to collect and accumulate and the wind from the spells and the different motions and it begins to form a sculpture of Calorie. I like that. Very unique. It's that it is quite charming actually I think as as you finish your dance and the sculpture sits there she will lean forward and touch her nose to the sculpture and this uh, the sculpture instantly melts but as it does this the fur begins to change from this bright scarlet red to the snow white that you're used to seeing and this mane of fire becomes this blue fluffy section of fur and she returns to normal oh thank goodness and Freya in your head you will hear the same words that Callie heard pack now formed. This beast can be summoned and bent to your will at your mercy, but is free to do what it pleases in between. And the tattoo of Fox forms wherever it would form on Freya. Wherever you want it to form. Say probably on like her shoulder. Um, I think as that happens, Calorie begins to shrink and shrink and shrink. And it's about the size of a, a kit, a small, small fox pup a kit is what they're called. And it jumps off of the rock and sits on your shoulder and goes to sleep. So what was the point of us coming here, you'll be asked? Uh, moral support. Kind of like, you know, cheering her on. You'll be nuts. Good job. Claps her hands, gets up from rock. I mean, you could... Starts waltzing all that. You could experience snow now. Uh, I've had plenty of that throughout my life. I've just kind of enjoyed not seeing it. And I think before before you leave the cave, you'll all hear Calorie's voice again. She says, "The gatekeeper sent the three of you because you are, I'm hoping, the chosen champions of Terra. The other beasts are awake." 
Their magic is becoming topsy-turvy. You've seen it with Phrynos and probably a rain cloud of some kind. Uh, my magic was turned on its head and almost burnt down the whole forest, which I am fixing right now. The serpent is awake. The suns are probably going to be awkward. It's it's going to be all kinds of very chaotic times. And you're going to have to, or someone is going to have to seek them out and find the person they are to mint, meant to be packed to, to be connected to. Every single one of us has someone alive currently that can form a pact with him. Otherwise, we wouldn't be awake. What? What happens to this pact when? the person to whom you've bonded dies. We are sent back to the plane from which we come. If the pact is broken before that, our magic goes haywire. So we can... Wait, are you removed from this world entirely then? Yes, we are not actually of Terra. We were brought here from another place. Each our own plane of existence. If you leave, will the world be in chaos again? Uh, there will be... If we leave before... Hmm, that is an interesting question. I think what will happen if any one of us leaves, magic will be unbalanced until it rights itself because there will always be eight of us. Or essentially there will always be pairs of us. So if one of us is sent back, magic will be unbalanced until another is sent back vice so on and so forth but if all of us were to return before new packs are made the world will die how do you make a new pact if you're not even in this world the pact holder must search for the next pact holder that is their that is their their assignment the one thing we ask of them and I'm guessing the she breaking Freya. Sorry, I'm, go ahead. I'm guessing the breaking of the world seed pact is what brought them all here or is bringing them all here at once it's, it is waking us all up we've been well, here since wake up forever here activate <laughs> Basically, that has thrown balance out the window, so to speak. Yes. 
And since that was a special pact, we did not return to our planes of existence. But I quite like it here. And I'm glad it was this one that held my pact. Callie looks to Freya. Just, you were not given an opportunity to agree to the terms of your new role before taking on the pact. Are you comfortable accepting that? Searching for your successor? I mean, I've served her my whole life so far, so what's a little bit longer? That isn't what I asked. I think that's all I can give you right now. It's a lot to process. Perhaps now I can explore a little bit more. Yobi ain't got much. She's just hanging out near the entrance now. <laughs> Eating snow. Uh, just like, you know when you're like leaning against a wall or something? Probably if it's starting to get colder out there, she's going to start putting on layers. Like who? I mean, the, the temperature gradually decreases back. It doesn't like... It went from like holy crap hot to it's like midsummer hot now. It's not like... Okay. I can't breathe in this anymore. It's okay. Had a little bit of the magic snow. Got brain freeze. Won't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) No one, no. Nobody asked Yulby. (laughs) Tex didn't ask me. She just ate some snow. Moved on with it. It's fine. Uh It's snow. It's not ice. It was snow. There's no brain freeze. brain freeze from snow. I've had brain freezes from snow. Yeah. I kept eating quite a bit of snow. Fair. Or just eat or, really yeah. <laughs> or it's really the, the, the really frozy cold snow. Kelly's gonna be quiet for a little bit and then it's gonna look back over at Freya and just I'll I'll give you some time to think on it, but if you need my help breaking the pact and transferring it to another at some point, uh, do let me know. Just because something powerful decided that that's what your life would be doesn't mean that's what it has to be. Thank you. I think at this, Calorie will speak up. He's like, do not worry for this one. Uh, we will, we as spirits will know when the new pact holder is born. And only then will we or I say born, more of come of age, I guess is the right Brought term. into this world? Uh, that is only then when will we tell them to search. And I have a feeling our, our very beautiful half-dryad here has a very long and comfortable life ahead of her, of doing whatever and she pleases. Not all. Aww. Not all bonds with 
very powerful things are necessarily bad. You know, eventually learn to work with them a bit more. Like I said about Frynos, just be careful with him. He's very bullheaded. the idea of people being born and faded into this either, but it sounds as though uh, I'm in the minority here. Um, thank you for stopping the burning of the village. Oh, Welcome right. back! I'm just gonna join my phone until my computer decides to like me. Fair enough. Sounds good. Um, so Callie just left the cave. Yes, in an angry huff. Will be kind of follows. Probably has her axe on her shoulder. She doesn't know what else to do. Okay. So I think Zog would kind of go, you know, look look around the cave a little bit and just just. I don't know if you're following us back to the village or if we're all going back to the tavern but sometimes it's maybe doesn't feel great or work out great in the beginning but you eventually learn to get along and you know dealing with magical things that are more powerful than you but do have some experience in that regard. I'm just gonna start heading out of the cave if there's no commentary. Uh, I think Freya would just follow you guys to like the town, probably. As you, you go ahead. Stay till it snows at least. Oh no, I grew up in the desert. That ice stuff seems like shit. <laughs> it, it's actually it's quite fun. Go ahead. Did this word just die again? I think so. Uh, I think so. I wonder if it's the, the internet. Could be. At that point. Might be. I don't know what's going on. It's fine. We're, we're about to get to wrap up. Alright. So yes. You walk back to the village. You'll be said no to staying because snow sounds like shit. Doesn't like uh, it. Zog is going to say no because growing up around snow all his life and he might have uh, bitten off more than he can chew, so to speak. (laughs) 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 
I mean, Callie's still mad, so that's a thing. Yeah, she's just... <laughs> she's kind of letting the others decide what we're doing right now. She's usually the one pushing the team along, but right now she's just stewing. It's fine. Well, I don't mind going back to the inn. Now we can ask what's-his-name all the questions, because he said he would answer everything. Well... And I'm going to think of all the things for everything. He said he would when we were there, <laughs> but knowing how he was the last time, that might that might offer might have just been while we were there. Well, that's just rude. Well, I wouldn't expect gods to be helpful. I'm half of one. I'm helpful. <sighs> yes, well, <laughs> that's true. You know, actually, you have a point. Uh, you'll be. I know you fairly well, and you're very helpful and kind to me, but the other gods I've interacted with haven't been, or I guess it's been hit or miss. Um, but it shows that even gods can all be a little different, right? Mm-hmm. So, on the topic of dragons? What about them? They can also be different. <laughs> Squint. I... There's no gentle way to put this. But I... Used to be one? Even more squints, but this is like the squint to like look you over kind of squint. Because that the, the before one was a doubtful one. This one's kind of like a... Are you joshing me? <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll nod her head. Okay, I will think on it. Hmm, so we uh... This is like some kind of strange confess everything situation. Um, not to be rude, but I think I'd rather do it back at the, maybe not in the tavern, but back more home isn't the right word. Uh, back to wherever we need to be. Where do we need to be? Maybe that could be your first question to ask the... Uh, Barkeep. Oh, excellent. I have some knowledge about the uh, guardians, but I don't know specifics, so we can ask him. Yes, and see if he'll answer. How do we get back? Uh... That one supposed to have a key, if I remember correctly. He's pointing at the dryad. Uh, my name is Freya. And yes, I do have. He's a not good key. with the ladies. Do you remember? Tell that to your new girlfriend. Uh. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> but here, um, she'll go to the door, put the key in. And open it up for you guys. 
Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, Zug will definitely make a make this move to get through that door. Zug's probably the first one through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Before that woman spots him. (laughs) I imagine Yobi follows after Callie and like kind of like pokes her kind of in their shoulders. Like, where do the wings go? I don't have them anymore. How do you get them again? I don't at this point. I already failed. How'd you fail? Like rubs her face. As that happens, as Yobi follows you into the tavern, the door shuts. And we are standing in the village. And it's starting to cool down. And it's now below freezing in the village. And it begins oh, to snow. <laughs> Calarmy, what now, once again, sitting on Freya's shoulder, appearing out of almost nowhere, uh, sits there as all of the the other women in the village gather up around Freya, waiting to hear what had happened. Uh, Freya will tell them what happened. Probably not all the details, but the basics of it. Um. Yeah. I think you'd also see your hair getting darker to, like, more of a forest green color, too. Nice, nice. I think as you are telling the village... This village of Dryad Amazons. I was really trying to go for just one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Not the whole town. (laughs) The whole town is that right now. It's in the lore. And as as you tell them the story, they all cheer and they all clap and the snow begin. The snow is falling, and they slowly disperse and go back to their their daily goings. Some watching the door, seeing if someone else will walk out. And that is where we will end for the night. As we all valiantly <laughs> run away. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid the cold! Avoid the snow! Avoid the Amazons! <laughs> Fun thing about dryads is they don't need a male counterpart to reproduce. Just think about that for a minute. <laughs> anyway, um, um, you know, I don't know if I should be offended that none of them looked at Callie. Callie looked <laughs> mad. <Cool>. Okay. <laughs> like the entire time she was there. <laughs> she, she's had a, a very long day, okay? Like, there are spoiler things that I don't want to say in front, of, in front of Hoots, but Hoots, you already got to hear that one reveal spoiler, so that's fun. But like, ah! Anyway. <laughs> 
up. It's okay, I'll probably forget about it. Hoots, did you want to tell us about uh, about your stuff? Yeah, of course. Um, so I am the DM over at Gilded Rose Adventure. Again, completely spelled incorrectly. We have a running gag about that. Uh, so we are a real play D&D 5e podcast. Um, dimension hopping shenanigans all day, every day. It's great. Uh, so you can come check out our adventures. Get to know our crew. They're pretty much as funny as these guys are. So, yeah. <laughs> Just in different well, ways. How do you think we're funny? These guys are hilarious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all the puns. I mean, we are pretty good at puns. Yeah. You're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and listening on your podcatcher of your choosing. Um, please, we would like to have you rate, review, uh, give us commentary, give us comments. What I would love to see is I want to see some really just bizarrely made up reviews like, you know, our podcast cured your cancer or something like cured venereal <laughs> disease. That'd be absolutely <laughs> hilarious to read. I would love to read one of those out as like a after show or pre-show thing. So if we could definitely get one of those somewhere from somebody, I would absolutely love it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um... Right. Well, you can leave all of those things in the reviews for Silver to read. And meanwhile, you can come figure out what his reactions were like by hopping on <laughs> over to our Discord and watch him write about all those reactions to all your weird reviews that you just left. <laughs> I will be laughing at all of yeah, them. Yeah, link is in the description video. below. Um, however, uh, if you would like to figure out what makes text go, oh gods to whatever shenanigans you should tell us at our socials that way maybe we'll like spill the beans during a segment or somewhere in the show <laughs> just just to break text even more like please give us fuel i'll i'll take it i'll use it you'll be known for it at this point uh so you scream into the void at fate's rest on twitter instagram and facebook and lastly, as always, I leave you with the topic of the week. <laughs> now this one, this one's a little bit different. We're going to go with, now typically you always have that one character who's essentially your horny bard character. Well, we want to we <laughs> flip that on its head. We want to hear about the times where that effect was coming from the NPCs towards the players. That's what we want to see. I want to hear about those stories. Those are always the funniest stories. <laughs> I always think one of the really funny ones is when you have like the horny bard character that meets somebody who gives it back just as much as they do and just watch them break. <laughs> oh, so me and Neko on our Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
On that note, <laughs> we love, I love you. you. Goodbye. Love you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>